0: So hi everyone. This is Dr. Lodi. I just wanted to clarify two things in this episode. I'm excited for you to listen to it. So the first one is, there was a question about when an adolescent woman is going to notice some vaginal discharge. And the answer is usually a six to 12 months before she gets her first period is when she may begin to notice some vaginal discharge. So It's even before she gets the period, just for clarification's sake. And the other thing that I wanted to note, which is very important, is that if uh, someone notices signs of puberty before the age of nine or has not had a period after the age of 15, that it's so, so important to be evaluated and seen by your OBGYN. So those are the two things that I wanted to emphasize, but uh, please have a listen and enjoy the podcast. Thanks so much. She's an American board certified OBGYN. She's the CEO of jobs.mom. We're women. We're moms. We're Muslims. And we're talking about sex. This is the Muslim Sex Podcast. Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Muslim Sex Podcast. I'm Sabine Mirza.
0: And I'm Dr. Sada Flodi.
1: And today we are asking, what's wrong with my vagina?
0: Before we get into it, the first thing we want to make very clear is we're not giving any kind of religious or medical advice. So if you have any concerns about your health, please speak to your medical provider. And if you have any questions about your religion, please ask your friendly neighborhood religious leader.
1: Absolutely. And as your friendly neighborhood podcast hosts, we are today going to be talking about Am I normal down there? Is this normal? Does this smell normal? Everything that you might have never wanted to know uh, about vaginal discharge. Now, you know, as a woman, you are going to have vaginal discharge. And if you do not have vaginal discharge, we are going to talk about that as well, because that is an indicator of a deeper rooted issue. So, so if, let's get started what is vaginal discharge?
0: Sure, Sabine. So, you know, the vaginal discharge actually is really, really important for women. Um, it actually serves as an important housekeeping function in our vagina, in our female reproductive system. And really, vaginal discharge is made up of skin cells from the vagina and the cervix. And they are influenced directly by estrogen. And we'll talk a little bit more about that um, in menopausal women. But um, it's really important to know that, you know, to have have vaginal discharge tells us that we really have, we have estrogen and typically, you know, we'll notice more of it in our reproductive years. Um, As we age, as we get older, if we're, um, you know, lucky enough to get older and go through menopause, I, you know, women will have decreased vaginal discharge and that's because our ovaries aren't working. Um, And when our ovaries decrease uh, in terms of secreting estrogen, then our vaginal discharge is going to go down as well. And sometimes uh, when women have chemo or go through radiation, and if that affects their ovaries, then they'll have also decreased estrogen, which also will affect Uh, lubrication which will affect the amount of discharge that they have so their vaginal discharge is directly proportional to how well or how much estrogen they have in their bodies
1: got it so vaginal discharge is basically our body secreting right uh from the vagina you had mentioned cells skin cells um as a result of estrogen right yeah um and so when well, not when, or I guess when, when do young girls begin uh, to see vaginal discharge? Is it at puberty? Is it even before? When, when can you expect to begin seeing vaginal discharge?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, they can see a little bit of it um, when they're younger, but it's mostly when they start puberty, right? That's when the ovaries really kick into high gear. Um, when they start to, during our reproductive years. And we'll see more of that, um, you know, as the estrogen increases and at different points in our cycle, right? So in the earlier part of our cycle, right before ovulation, we'll see, you know, a different type of discharge. Um, Right before ovulation, we'll see like a clear, um, they call it like an egg white type discharge. And after ovulation, our discharge is going to be thicker and more cloudy. So definitely, you know, vaginal discharge has a lot to do with our menstrual cycle and where we are in that point of our menstrual cycle.
1: So what should it, what should it look like? What should normal vaginal discharge look like, smell like?
0: Yeah. So, you know, vaginal discharge, like I was just mentioning, it has a lot to do with the timing of our cycle. So in the beginning um, of our cycle. So typically in the beginning, right? So if we're calling the first day of our last menstrual period, the first day that we have our period, that discharge will be mixed with blood, right? So women are going through their menses and that's the first day of their cycle. And then as their menses end, that discharge becomes more clear, And right around the time that they ovulate, so if we're saying that, um, say, a woman has a 28-day cycle, typically she'll ovulate around day 14, right? But that's only if she has a 28-day cycle. If her cycle is longer or shorter, that ovulation day is going to be either earlier or later, And around ovulation, that vaginal discharge will be more sticky, it'll be clear, it'll look like egg whites. And the reason why it's um, clear and, you know, kind of stickish is because it helps the sperm really um, get easily penetrate through uh, the vaginal discharge and, (coughs) excuse me, and reach its destination of that uterus, that fallopian tube where it needs to go to get the egg. Um, and after ovulation, then that discharge becomes thicker, becomes cloudy. Um, and that's the color that it becomes until, you know, a woman starts to menstruate again.
1: So again, everybody listening, vaginal discharge is normal. It is necessary, right? You are going to see it, um, clear, to to white, sticky and varying in consistency, depending on what part of your cycle you are in, um, should be odorless, right? Um, And you will see it in your underwear. It is not cause for alarm unless uh, we start to notice some deviation from that, such as an odor or color. So talk a little bit about what you see in terms of vaginal discharge, that is an indicator that something is wrong.
0: Sure. So, you know, there can be a little odor to the vaginal discharge, not like a horrible, but just maybe like a mild odor to that vaginal discharge. And that that's normal. Um, you know, the normal amount of vaginal discharge, I mean, there's no actually, you know, some women will say that they have too much discharge. And I tell them that as long as it's not you know, causing them irritation or burning or, you know, is like green or something like that, that that's okay. It's okay. You know, we don't really measure vaginal discharge, but there can be approximately one half to one teaspoon of white or clear thick mucus uh, vaginal discharge. And that all is normal um, to have. Now, if you have, you know, you did actually mention, you know, when do we see more discharge than, um you know less discharge and of course it, your menstrual cycle and where you are in that cycle will affect it but also sometimes with the breastfeeding you know some women will notice that maybe they get a little bit more discharge and some women can have vaginal dryness with breastfeeding because those hormones are de- are um depressed they are low when you're breastfeeding the estrogen and the progesterone and that's because that those hormones being low is what allows a woman to breastfeed so Some um, breastfeeding, lactating women will actually find some vaginal dryness. Um, And also, you know, during the time um, near ovulation, you'll have more discharge. And, you know, when a woman is aroused, she'll have more discharge. Um, Some discharge that may cause some alarm is, for example, if you have um, white Cottage cheese. I know I don't like that description because then every time I eat cottage cheese, (laughs) (laughs) but it's true. Um, So, you know, if a woman has that kind of discharge, it can be an indication of actually of a yeast infection. So, And, um, you know, that typically when women have yeast infections, that infection can be uh, irritating, irritating, it can cause redness, it can cause itching, it can cause burning. So that's why it's so important to be evaluated. If you're having those symptoms or that type of vaginal discharge, you can also, um, as we had mentioned in our previous podcast, but in case some people didn't hear it, um, a greenish yellowish, uh, discharge, uh, specifically one that is frothy, you know, may be a sign of a sexually transmitted disease. So, and that's why that's important to note the color, you know, of that vaginal discharge. It could be perhaps gonorrhea, it could be chlamydia, it could be trichomonas, or, or it may not be any of those things. And that's why it's important to go to your provider and be evaluated and to be cultured and screened.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I think that's so important because even as I like to think that I am above average in my, you know, physical awareness of my own body, right? That I, you know, am always aware and keeping track of my own body and changes in my own body. Even then, you know, the sight of mucus or discharge every now and then can be very jarring, right? To 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 anyone. And you, you sit there and you think, oh man, this is a lot of discharge. Is something horribly wrong, right? With me. Um, but, but that's not the case. As long as it's falling within the realm of color, you know, uh, consistency, odor, um, and it's not accompanied with any symptoms like the burning, the itching, discoloration, or really putrid kind of smell, um, then, then it's okay. And, And it's okay to use penny liners, right? uh yeah. penny liners in your yeah. underwear. Now it's not okay, Sudaf. Tell them it's not okay. <laughs> it's what, definitely not okay. Tell them it's not <laughs> okay. No douching. No douching.
0: Please, <laughs> no. do not be a douche and douche your vagina, okay? <laughs> That's right. That's <sighs> right. Because because it changes the pH of the vagina, right? So it gets rid of the normal bacteria that are there to help your vagina that kind of serve as that housekeeping function of the vagina. And it'll replace it with bad bacteria, which can cause, you know, or yeast for that, you know, for that matter, and cause like a yeast infection or cause bacterial vaginosis, um, which is, you know, and I think we're going to get into that a little bit, but um, you spoke a little bit of uh, bacteria that can cause an odor and that's the bacterial vaginosis. So bacterial vaginosis is about cause... um, is a bacteria that can reside inside of uh, the vagina. It can cause, it can cause a lot of things. It can cause a fishy odor. It can cause of the vaginal discharge. It can cause you to have a grayish color vaginal discharge. Uh, Women will typically report, women will actually come to the gynecologist saying that they have a fishy odor coming out of their vagina. and. And a lot of times you can tell even before doing like a speculum exam that, yes, they have, because just simply from that odor, um, you can tell that they have bacterial vaginosis. Now, bacterial vaginosis can be caused by douching. It can also be caused by intercourse and uh, women, sometimes even uh, people that have multiple sexual partners, you know. So that's another reason why it's important to use protection and have your partner wear a condom so that you don't get exposed to all this bacteria that can change the pH of your vagina and cause this vaginal discharge. Um, bacterial vaginosis has also been noted to cause uh, preterm contractions, preterm labor. So we also, if pregnant women think they have it, we test for it and we treat it. So um, that's why Zabine, it again, it's important to know what your vaginal discharge, you know, what it looks like typically, uh, even if it has a smell, it doesn't have a smell. Uh, A fishy smell can be a sign of bacterial vaginosis. I mean, it it may not be, but a lot of times it is. So it's important to be treated for that. And, um, you know, if you have, and also, you know, sometimes, I mean, if a woman has um, vaginitis, which, you know, irritation of the vagina, where you can have uh, redness or itching or burning, and we notice that, as I say, the cottage cheese, the yeast infection, <laughs> that that can also be a sign of uh, uncontrolled diabetes. Oh. So when people come in and they have this crazy infection, uh, yeast infection that say is you know encompassing all of their vulva and extending out to their outer thighs, um, I will ask them, you know. Yeah, have they had their diabetes, like their sugar checked? Are they diabetic? What's their diet like? You know, and diet plays a big part in a yeast infection. If we're, you know, binging on carbs, if we're eating a lot of pasta. Um, that increased sugar in our body is going to allow that yeast to form as well. Because what I always tell my patients is that yeast likes things that are dark and moist and full of sugar. So our body's going to be full of sugar for eating a lot of sugar and eating a lot of pasta, a lot of carbs. And, you know, the vagina is typically a dark area and it has a lot of moisture, right, from the vaginal, normal vaginal discharge. So that's going to allow that yeast to grow. And if it's not treated, it can become very irritating and, you know, start to spread.
1: Yeah. And, you know, we can't say this enough, right? If you are noticing abnormal discharge, abnormal color, abnormal smell, the answer is not to douche your vagina with rose, you know, jasmine, whatever Bath & Body Works infused, you know, scent. The answer is to go to your doctor and say, hey, this is what I've noticed and, um, and and taking it from there. The vagina, I know you love to say this is self-cleaning, right? It, it is self-regulating, self-cleaning. Um, so you do not need to stick anything up there and squirt any kind of Japanese cherry blossom or whatever is the scent of the month into your hoo-ha. Please, if you notice something untoward, um, speak to your doctor. And if you're uncomfortable with just vaginal discharge, which some women are, even the normal vaginal discharge, use a panty liner. They're easy to swap out, you know, wash with water every time you go to the bathroom, which is something, you know, Muslim um, women and men do. Um, But for those of you that are not Muslim, you know, bidets, you know, the Europeans love bidets and for good reasons. So really start looking into, you know, cleaning with water, but um, please you know, uh, be cognizant and, and be aware of, of what is normal and what is atypical. So if any last yeah. remarks as an OBGYN, I'm sure you have seen some really fascinating, um, interesting, borderline, horrifying thing <laughs> in your practice. You know, any comments to, to women that, you know, have are, are experiencing some confusion or challenges with their vaginal discharge and general vaginal health?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think that, you know, as you had mentioned before, Sabine, I think it's important to just kind of be mindful of, you know, what your normal vaginal discharge looks like. And, you know, if something is amiss, if something just seems different to you in terms of, you know, the color or the consistency or something. I mean, you know, I, I don't think that we have to be hyper vigilant about it. But I just think that, you know, if something seems like it's a little bit off to you, it may be. And so it's important to get that checked out, you know, and green vaginal discharge is never, you know, I mean, I, I guess on occasion it could be normal, but it, it's typically not. And especially if it's green and frothy and coming out and, you know, it's causing itching and burning and uh, you're having abdominal pain and you're having fever. I mean, those are all signs that there may be a pelvic you know, inflammatory disease, a sexually transmitted infection that you may be carrying that needs to be treated. You know, remember that any uh, you know, vaginal discharge associated with abdominal pain, fever, chills, you know, needs to be evaluated, you know, it could affect your fertility later on in life. So, you know, those are important things to note. Um, you know, if any time you think that your partner may not uh, be monogamous just with you, or whatever, you know, whatever your thoughts are, it's just, you should go and get tested. I mean, I'd rather err, you know, have the patient err on the side of caution and just be valued and it be nothing than to go like months and have a sexually transmitted infection and just not deal with it because they're afraid to know what the answer might be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, I really wish that growing up, you know, this was a conversation that I had, you know, I had access to, or I had people willing to have with me as we navigated adolescence and puberty and and learning about our bodies. Um, but so that, you know, a lot of women that are listening younger, uh, older, different stages of their life, I know they're going to find immense value in this and you are amazing, um, for, for sharing your knowledge with the world. And I do, well, I will work on forgiving you for the cottage cheese, um, (sighs) But in the meantime, you heard it from the doctor. Don't be a douche. Don't douche your vagina. Green discharge, fishy smelling d- discharge. Not typical, not normal, especially if you're having symptoms. Please, 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 please don't stick the jasmine, cherry blossom or whatever else you were planning to do You know, up there in the shower. Go to see your doctor. Get tested. Get treated. Um, be safe. Be well. Don't douche. This is the Muslim Sex Podcast. We'll see you next time.